Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City a lovely place to live. It is a beautiful spring day here. It's March. It's still cold, which is weird, and um, but it's beautiful here. And the sunrise this morning was breathtaking. But anyway, I'm here with somebody who's equally as pretty. My friend Martin Stigward. He is the head tennis coach for ETSU. Martin, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. And uh, you just got off the road, right? We did, yeah. Just Where were back. you? We were in Houston, so Houston. we got back uh, yesterday. How'd it go in Houston? It went great. Did you win? We won the tournament, so can't can't complain. All right. You know, worth the trip. <laughs> worth the trip. <laughs> <laughs> worth the trip when you win. If not, you you tell the guys to walk home. Yes. That's a long walk from Houston. Yeah, it is. Jog it out, boys. Yeah, a little warm up there. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about you. You are head tennis coach at ETSU, right? Correct. I'm uh, I'm the director of tennis. Uh, sure. Sorry. But I, I run the, the men's team. Okay. Um, so I've been here for four and a half years. So this would be my fifth year finishing uh, at ETSU. Okay. So it's been great so far. Yeah. Where'd you come from? Uh, I was at LSU before here. Okay. Um, so a little bit of a weather change. A little, <laughs> a little cooler in the winter. But, uh, no, I like it. I, I enjoy having all seasons, even though, like you said, I rather I, I wish it would be warmer right now. Right. And we're almost April here. Yes. Begging for some. Yeah. Sweat. And they were yeah they were uh, threatening snow this weekend. And yes. It didn't happen, but um, it could have. I remember when I was a kid, we played in the snow in April. Well, I think it was last year, previous year. Mm-hmm. It snowed, I think, April 14th or something. Sounding I remember because we had a, a match. So <laughs> never forget. Get out there, boys, and yeah. shovel off the court. We yeah, got to play. Yeah, especially when you have a bunch of South Americans in the team. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, so you have a lot of South Americans I on do. the team, right? I do. How many do you have? Uh, so my assistant and I are from South America. That's mm-hmm. two. And then I have eight out of ten from South America. So ten. Sorry, seven. Seven, seven out so of ten? So seven plus yeah nine out of twelve, with so you carry twelve dudes on the team. No ten, but ten. I was counting. Oh, you too. Yeah. Says, yeah, we'll count you. Yes, you count. Yeah, we count. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for <laughs> counting me. <laughs> you count very much. <laughs> so you and your assistant, um, tell me how the team's doing this year. Pretty good. Um, What's your record? We are twelve and five. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, we're already ranked in the top seventy-five. Nice, uh, but. I think we should be probably fourteen and three, okay. or somewhere in there. Unfortunately, I've had so many injuries this year. Uh, um, two of my top guys have been out most of the year. Uh, but the good thing is my new guys have been playing a lot, which doesn't happen normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just we've lost some really close matches against ranked teams without having one or two guys up in the top, and that that really hurts. As tennis sure. is one of those sports, you lose one of the top guys, and it shuffles everything. Yeah, um, but. That's part of the thing, right? You can't cry about injuries. It happens to everybody. Yeah. So. I still have some eligibility, I'm just saying. All right. You can call me up. Well, I'll come out there. Let's do it. I like. I think I'm old enough almost to audit classes, so okay. I can just, you know, you can get me in there. I'll get you some Schmedium shirts, and you'll be great. <laughs> Schmedium. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the guys like, you know. Yes. I like the Schmediums. Yes. Yeah. It makes me look thinner. <laughs> All right. So let's get the Martin, Martin uh, story. So where were you born? Uh, born in Quito, Ecuador. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a Johnson City on steroids. Yes. <laughs> no, it's in a high altitude mountains. Um, 
Did you grow up with Juan Carlos? Did you know him? No, I did not. Okay. No, he's, he's way it's a small older town, than isn't it? He's way older than Yeah, me. he is old. No, he's, uh, you know, it's, I mean, it's two and a half million people, right? So I don't know why you guys didn't run into yeah, each other. Exactly, right. Okay. Uh, he's a soccer player, ten, um, tennis player. Yeah, you should have seen each other every day. Um, exactly. But no, never met until we moved here. Okay, but, cool. Um, so born in Quito. Yes. Born and raised. Raised. There. How long were you there? Until I came to college. So until oh, really? I was like 19, yeah. Uh, but you said earlier, when off off record, we were you had German teachers. Yes, because I went to German school in Ecuador for 12 years. Um, so, um, you know, it's basically, we have French schools, we have British schools, we have German schools. So I went to German school my whole life. Because, you know, in, in Ecuador, it's not like here where you have middle school, high school, elementary, he, over there is the same school goes all 12 years. Yes, like University High. That's where yes, I went. exactly. So uh, I went to German school uh, since uh, kindergarten and then all throughout. Um, they teach you German? They do. Start nice. at third grade. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then uh, it gets it gets really bad because then you start having all your math books and chemistry books and biology books are in German. Oh. So that is awful. Yeah, but um, and then you're hanging out with your buddies speaking Spanish. Yes, but and then you got to uh, deal with us English people occasionally too. Well, that was later in life. Oh, okay, yeah. but we do have uh, all our. The, the cool thing about that school is like all your German teachers are from Germany, and all your English teachers are mostly British. Okay, so the language is taught very well, very well. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very intense, very intense, and uh, you get trips to Germany here and there. Um, so that's uh. Yeah, and then my dad spoke to me in German growing up, so... Interesting. Where was he from? Oof, that's a long story, but he... My grandparents were Austrian. Okay. Um, had to escape the war, mm -hmm. um, and uh, so my dad was born in Ireland, mm. but he lived there for, I think, less than a year, maybe a little so, and mm -hmm. then they, they went to Argentina, you know, all the people took boats to Argentina, and that's where he was raised. And then at 30-some years old... He moved to Ecuador for work. Okay. And that's where he met my mom, and that's where I was. And along comes Martin. Along comes myself, yes. Any brothers or sisters? I have a sister. Uh, she's in Ecuador. Uh, she's three years older. Okay. And then I have, uh, my dad was married before in, in Argentina, mm -hmm. and I have two brothers and a sister from that marriage. Okay, cool. Um, so I am the small, the youngest of all of them. Gotcha. Uh, You're the baby. Yeah. You got spoiled. Didn't I you? did. Yeah. But um, still yeah. are probably. Probably. <laughs> we're, we're all spoiled, I guess. We are all spoiled. Yes, sir, for <laughs> sure. So you grew up in Quito. Where'd you go to college? Uh, my first two years, I went to University of Florida. Okay. In Gainesville, and then I went to Georgia State, uh, Atlanta. Did you yeah. play tennis? I'm I did. assuming. I did. Both schools, I played. How'd you do? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. You know, at Florida, we were two in the country. Nice. So it's a, it a great. Uh, we're really good. Um, and I wish I would have never left, uh, but that's when the the crisis in Ecuador happened, and we lost our currency, and like literally, it, it was it was just a fiasco. So, just to give you an example, you know, with a thousand dollars, you could literally buy a car back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, so paying five grand for college out of pocket was completely unheard of. You could right. almost buy a house with that. Right. So it was really tough, and I had to transfer um, to. We were still really good at Georgia State; we were top forty in the country. But I just had to seek a bigger scholarship because gotcha. we just couldn't make it. Yeah, meet. But it was a great experience. I mean, I, I can't complain, right? I'm here because of it, and um, so it turned out great. Florida to Georgia State. Yes. Were you 
Did you ever, like, were you good enough to go pro? Did you think about that at all? The, the system was different before where you had a year after high school to play. Mm-hmm. You could do whatever you wanted. So I was actually playing pro mm. before I finished high school. And then that period I was playing pro, I was doing quite well for my age, mm-hmm. but I had a really bad back injury. Mm. And uh, I was actually playing a challenger, which is a professional tournament in my hometown. And uh, I collapsed on the court and my back just gave out and I had a a vertebra moved out of place. So I couldn't play tennis for a year. Ouch. So basically my year of playing pro was basically me wearing a corset, swimming and doing bicycle. Just rehabbing. At home. And uh, so after that happened, it was like a no brainer. I'm like, I'm not going to. Uh, gamble right. going pro because if I go now I can't go to play D1 I got you and I lost my sponsors everything because it was just so out of so I, I came and then after college I could have played but honestly the back was still a little bit there and um, it was just for me it was just moment, uh, a moment to just move on uh, my, my, my mind I don't think was in the the all in it mm-hmm. to play pro anymore you know college is really intense mm-hmm. and, um so and, and i but i knew i wanted to stay in tennis mm-hmm. so where'd you get your degree in uh finance gotcha you know, finance and m- most tennis players do business um things like that and um i was actually doing sports management when i transferred they didn't have it so i ended up going on the business gotcha. and it was great you know. so you had some sports management stuff yeah. in florida yeah cool Okay, and then so did you just graduate and you went straight to LSU? No, uh, it's uh, I went to actually the Hamptons. <laughs> One of my friends in my team said, uh, "Hey, a buddy of mine, his dad owns a club in East Hampton. Oh, nice! And uh, they need a full-time pro. And um, you know, tennis is one of those things that." once you graduate you can start making really good money off the bat because teaching lessons yeah the hourly rate is really strong yeah um are you teaching lessons still uh, a little bit i have like one or two clients here okay Uh, i'm a little picky with that no because (laughs) i don't i don't if you're listening you have to make the cut yes you have to you have to come out and try out and yes yeah he'll he'll give you some sort of written exam (laughs) (laughs) Social skills, all that. Social skills. You have to be able to speak Spanish (laughs) and German all at the same time. But, um, no, so I I went there, and I was there for a year uh, in East Hampton. It was quite the experience. And um, they were actually able to – they had a lawyer in the club, too, that helped me get my visa as well. Oh, nice. So that turned out well. And then, honestly, um, financially it was great. I mean, coming out of college, you know, I was making bank and (laughs) – Coming but, out of college, yeah. if you're making twenty thousand dollars, you think you're yeah. making bank because you've been yeah. eating like yeah. ramen noodles. Yeah, well, I was making four times that. In That's two, awesome. In 2010. That's as, great. As a 23 year old. That's good. With, and with no debt because I had a college scholarship. Nice. So it was really nice. But also, I just gotta be careful. Yes. And well, the thing was, it, it is. I mean, you have to be nine, ten hours on the court. Right. Teaching, That's true. You know, if you don't work, you don't. Right. make a dime but yeah. it was great and, and the connections were great yeah uh, i met some really famous and wealthy people as you nice. can imagine yeah but but it was just the weather got to me it was just so cold yeah i'd never been in the north like that and i would I think was, almost all the courts would be inside yeah, <laughs> it was the, the winter was long yeah 
So I um, I ended up getting a job in Richmond, Virginia, at a country club. Okay. Uh, it, was a, it was a really nice club, and I was the assistant director there. And I was there for three years. You know, similar thing. The Hamptons, just working at a club. This was a little more of a country club. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was really nice. You know, met some amazing people, and my boss was great. He had played college tennis. He was not not, not too far old for me. And um, But then I got to a point where I was, like, missing that competitive edge. And I was like, okay, you know, I really want to do something more. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it gets hitting the same lessons here and there every week was a little bit too much of a routine. Right. And I, you know, being a tennis player where you travel and mm-hmm. change sceneries and do different things, it got, it got to me a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I knew the pay cut was going to be massive going into college. Right. Massive. But I was like, okay, I'm, I think I was 26. I was like, it's either now or never. There you go. And yeah. VCU opened at the moment, which is in Richmond. Mm-hmm. So it was great because I was like, okay, I don't have to move. Mm-hmm. And I can still teach lessons on the side mm-hmm. because I have so much clientele here. Right. Uh, so I ended up getting the assistant coach at VCU. And they were always really good. You know, they, They're like an ETSU. They win the conference all the time. Uh, they've actually been to a finals of NCAAs. It's the only mid-major, really, to be in a final of NCAA in tennis. Really? Uh, I mean, without counting Pepperdine and stuff, but Pepperdine in men's tennis, they're really not a mid-major. Yeah. Um, and so I was there for three years, and it was great, and um, we did really well. So that's when I was like, okay, you know, this is what I like to do. Uh-huh. This is, And then I went to Auburn, and um, I was at Auburn for three years. Oh, wow. Yeah, and um, after that, I moved to LSU. Head coach at LSU? No, all assistant. All assistants, okay. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, at LSU, um, after that year, the head coach got fired, Mm. Um, and um, it was one of those things that, as an assistant, that's what's tough. You're attached to To the the coach. coach. Right, yeah. And um, We're cleaning house. It was one of those things that you're kind of in the air, kind of waiting, and this this opportunity opened up and uh well what's funny actually chattanooga opened up first and uh i i wanted that job because they were really bad mm-hmm. and i knew the potential because mm-hmm. it's a nice place and mm-hmm. i was like there, there's no way they should be last in this conference right, right. Uh, but they didn't even look at me right not even interview nothing nothing at all and mm. then it is you opened up and uh it worked out you know that's when dr sander was the mm-hmm. AD and what happened was Dr. Sander had been the AD at VCU for a really long time. Ah. So when this opened up, Paul, the head coach at VCU, who just retired, I think he's the most winningest D1 coach in history. Oh, wow. Uh, he called Doc and said, this is your guy. Martin's and, the man. Yeah, and um, it worked out great. And uh, now I'm playing Chattanooga every year and beating them every year. So I like, like, I'm going to oh. keep you down. You, you made yeah. a bad decision. So, I mean... It is what it is. That's but right. It actually turned out great for me. Yeah. Because, you know, you never know. You and I got to be friends. Exactly. I mean, right? That's that alone. All, that is all that matters, right? Right. You know, like it all leads back to here. Exactly. Our podcast right now, right here. table, right? Yeah. Now. See? Man, you've traveled all over the place. I have. Mostly in the East Coast. No wonder you're tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And and that's just for work. I mean, that's just for my job. But I, I do travel a lot during the year. You do travel a lot. But I like it. I like. It. I can't complain. Keeps it going. Yeah, it is. It Keeps is, it interesting. It, it can. It can get kind of exhausting, but yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's it's cool. And so you've been here five years as the head coach. Yeah, four and a half. I mean, finishing my fifth now. 
Okay. Um, so you've lived in Johnson City five years. This is Johnson City Living. I forgot to ask you right off the bat, what's your favorite thing about Johnson City? My favorite thing about Johnson City, if I well, there, there's a few, but if I choose one, you can give me two or three, or probably, give our listeners two. Probably or three. The, the house that I own here, I probably couldn't afford anywhere else in the country. This that is, is true for sure. Actually, I'm, you can't afford it now. I I'll tell you say, that I couldn't afford my house <laughs> right now, and that is actually what this I was is true. Say. Yes, um, it's crazy. It takes me seven minutes to get to work. No traffic because there's never traffic, and. You know, I go home every lunch most of the time, just get my dogs out, eat at home. I mean, that that's that lifestyle is just it's hard to put a price on it. And yeah. um, and then, I mean, I I do like the fact that you know the, the well the school is so close to downtown mm-hmm. and to where I live, and that's just a nice mechanic to live around. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's growing. Yeah, but it's. Well, not yet. It's not growing to a. We're going to be like crazy. Quito in a couple yeah, years. Exactly. Yeah, two, so. three million. Yeah, no problem. No problem, right? We'll just build and start building in Buffalo Mountain. And yes, it'll we'll um, like just yeah. We'll, we'll be ahead of the yes. game. We'll start building high rises out on the exactly. mountain. Exactly. But uh, no, I think I feel like we're in a pocket where people are. There's quite the diversity for the region. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there is. I still see some diversity around here. That's and, good, and I like that. Yeah. Um, being international and mm-hmm. having an international team, I think that's always important to me. So your guys feel loved by our, you know, our our, our, our community here? I, they do. I mean, it's so so far, yeah. You know, I talked. We talk about that all the time, and you know, um, they um, they like it here a lot. Yeah. And, you know, it, I, I want to say it helps that we win because a lot of people recognize the tennis team, just like the golf team as well. You know. Right. Um, so it's helped. I mean, they like it a lot. It's 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 a, it's a fun place. It's very calm. You know, the the chief of police. You know, he's a huge tennis fan. Oh, that's fun. Um, he comes to all our matches, and and he's a really good friend. And so I guess he always keeps tabs on my guys. Yeah, too. probably. Yeah, yeah that's and, funny. Um, but no, it's it's been great. I mean, they, they really enjoy it. Um, like I said, I feel I like this job too because. I know it's a safe place mm-hmm. comparing to most of the country in terms right. of, you know, if it's a weekend off, I'm not like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Where are they going to get into? Like, you know where they're going to go <laughs> and you know what's going to happen most of the time. So right. If you needed to go find them, you could, exactly. you could so, go find them right away. So it it is a nice place. <clears throat> and yeah. I know parents care about that stuff when mm-hmm. you're looking at school, especially parents that are miles and mi- thousands of miles away right that you cannot just drive here right so, uh, that's important but yeah because they're looking to you yeah you're the dad yeah but uh we i mean we it's funny because my group of friends mostly international it's just every, everywhere we go everybody's like so amazed of how many internationals are together in such a small place right because you have both soccer coaches right they're right. scottish and english then you have uh um, another buddy of mine who's Irish and played soccer with him in college. Okay. Then the the head coach at Tusculum, he's from England too. He's you know so we are we are quite uh, and then uh, well Dave's uh, Lily the the women the men's soccer coach you know his fiance she's from Latvia she played golf at uh, ETSU. Really. So we are a very very foreign bunch yeah and then you have seth uh, you probably know seth thomas he's always with us yes and he's the he's the local right he's, he's yeah he, he he's the he's the local of the group but that uh, guy he 
falls into just everything. Like just oh, his really? life. Yeah, you're like. Well, he's, working, he's, super, he's working with us. I know. Yeah. He's like the facilities guy yes, now. He's and I'm like, facilities. that is like the best gig ever for you. It's you get to go be on the floor, on the field, on the court, on the golf course, whatever. He can get – I mean, he's just got total access. I'm like, bro, you're. this is awesome. I think he thought it was going to be fun to work with friends, but now he's realizing <laughs> that we ask him to do a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but he, he's been great, I think, for him. Uh, it was, it was it's, like you said, it fit perfect. Yeah, and he's he's a go-getter, um, yes. and so I think he'll he'll make some good yeah good changes and help yeah. help you guys grow. Um, okay, are you over the women's tennis as well? Since you're director, I'm not. I mean, at who's, the beginning a little bit, coach? but now. Um, yeah, yeah, you were really. coaching both, right? Not coaching. I was kind of overseeing a little bit because okay. Ricky, who's been here, Ricky Rojas, who's been here forever, he okay. played here and he was assistant. Uh, then he was with the men and now he's with the women. Gotcha. Um, you know, he was doing that transition when I came and mm-hmm. with everything that had happened when I came, we were kind of both kind of like trying to figure things out. Uh, but no, he, he, he's the head coach of the women. He, he runs his program and, uh, he's doing a really good job. And, you know, like I said, he's been here forever. So he, uh, he likes it too. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. He's they're doing or the and the women are doing well too, right? They're doing really well. Yeah. You know, they're they're doing they're strong. It's just Furman on that side, they're just top twenty in the country, you know. They're really really good. That's and, great. Uh, it's a I think for them Furman is what Furman men is, we are for Furman men, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like that those are that's the final normally, right? Uh, you and Furman. Furman ETSU and the women, Furman ETSU and men, Furman women win, we win. That that's been the pattern that's been happening every year. So So Furman has you guys up at the beginning of the year like these are the guys we've got to beat. Yes. Like they're the, you're the target. You got a target on yeah, your back. And same goes in the women's side. Furman is the target. For I got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. you. Okay. But yeah. So what does it look like for the rest of the season for you? So we have uh, this week we have two two matches at home. Yeah, Friday. I'm coming Friday. Friday. I'm excited about that. There we go. I want to hear your loud voice. Yeah, Woo! I'll be like, yeah, I'll be yelling all the time. Exactly. You'll be like, keep it down, no, bro. No, no. <laughs> uh, we play uh, Greensboro at 3 p.m. on Friday. Yeah. Then we play Chattanooga at 3 p.m. on Sunday. Okay. And then uh, the following week we go uh, midweek. We we play Thursday at the Citadel. Mm-hmm. And then Charleston probably yes. like going down there. Yes, um, and then we play uh, at home uh, that weekend, um, and then we go to VC. Um, uh, sorry, we go to Furman the week after. Okay. And if things keep falling like they're falling in place, that match could be detrimental because that could determine the regular season mm. uh, winners. Obviously, we have to keep winning and they have to keep winning. But if the pattern keeps happening, that's that that that'll be kind of like the conference championship prior yes. to the conference tournament. Yes. So, um, but we have also um, senior day coming soon. We play Mercer here. Oh, cool! Um, and it's funny because one of my well, he's not a senior. He's in grad school, but this is his last year. He just transferred from Mercer. Oh, so nice. We're using that day for senior day, so it's quite interesting. The, That'll be good. Yeah, it'll be fun. But Get some dirt on all the rest I of the know. guys, like yes. mentally break them down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He, he, he's enjoying that part. Yes. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Okay, so when's the conference tournament? So that is the And you guys are in the Southern Yes, SoCon. Yep, um, SoCon. They, uh, it's on the 22nd or 23rd of April. It's in Chattanooga. Okay. Um, and uh, it's eight men's teams, and everybody goes. Okay. Um, so last year was the only 
year where we had four teams go because of COVID. Gotcha. But normally it's been all eight teams go. And it used to be always in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some coaches were trying to move things around. And we went to Macon one year. And last year we went to Birmingham. Uh, but everybody's realized that Chattanooga is the way to go. Uh, Just because of the lo- central location? Well, location and facility. Okay. Uh, facility because they have the Champions Club, which is really nice. I think there's 16 or 18 courts. Oh, wow. You can play a lot of matches. Yes. And... But that's not the biggest part because a lot of places have this size facility. It's the fact of the indoor backup. Mm. Um, you know, if, um, for example, Birmingham has uh, in Hoover where they play the SEC baseball, mm-hmm. they have a tennis facility there. It's gorgeous. Okay. Huh. The The thing is it's in Hoover. It's a little far. And then if it rains, there's only three indoor courts that Sanford has in Birmingham. So it's like 40 minutes away and that's it, three. But Chattanooga, you have uh, Macaulay who has... Mm-hmm top-notch facility they have six indoor courts that are better than most power five schools <laughs> and then you have baylor yeah who has also indoor courts and then you have that uh that club yeah right across the street from chattanooga that's on the water that also has in their course so that is the biggest part for us because you can if it rains you remember you can like, pivot and get yeah. in it's men inside. and women at yeah. the same time so if it, rains, if it rains day one you are done. Yeah, so you're like a day, have, a whole yeah. day behind. You're like just so. Do, so having a place like that, it just helps so much. Like when we went to Macon, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have in there. <laughs> the in there is Georgia Tech, which is an hour. Yeah, the Atlanta. Like, yeah. So we actually had to play the final the same day as the semifinal because it's going to rain it. the next so day. So I did not like that. Um, you're like, hey, my guys need to rest. Yeah, I mean, it, it applied for both teams, right? I just don't think that was ideal because that determines so much, right? It, right. You're talking about an NCAA bid on the line. Um, so I think uh, everybody's realized this is the place to go. So you're going to now. Chattanooga. You're going to win the conference championship, and that then is, you go to the that's NCAAs. A plan. That's a plan. Where is the NCAA held? 16 regions, top 16 teams host. Okay. So basically, once they have every team that's going, they do uh, the, with a the NCAA show. Which we normally, when we go in, we we have it at, on campus, you know, on the big screen, and you you find out there where you're going. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's it's you just go name by name, boom. That'll be fun. Yeah. You have to let me know. I'll come to that. I will. That'll sure. be good. We'll we be gotta like, win, but I'll I'll for sure. When you yes. win, yeah, yeah. I'm speaking like it's gonna happen. Uh, okay. We're going to Pasadena or somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Pasadena. <laughs> just threw that out. Pasadena. It sounds good. Rose Bowl. You know, we can play the Rose Bowl. They got tennis courts out there. It doesn't ever rain. You don't even need indoor out there. Yeah. Okay. So, five years in, yeah. you see yourself with ETSU for a long time? I do. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm I young. mean, I'm putting you on the spot a little no, bit. I, I'm young, but I've been around quite a bit. Right. And uh, how young are you? 38. Okay. Recently turning 38. I got you um, about 10. Yeah. You better respect me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm uh, old. Yeah. Well, no. I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Someday. If you feel old, that's on you. That's right. I don't um, think you are old, but if you feel old. That's yeah. your mental yes. deal. Talk right. to me about, like, because I played tennis. And, you know, once you get your ground strokes and, you know, it's a lot of just mental yeah. Talk about mental mental game for your guys. What do you like? How are you coaching them? If I've got some young tennis players, I got one. He's playing today at South Green. Um, what you know? What are some things you're telling these kids to to be focused on during the match? How are they How are they staying mentally sharp? 
So tendons is extremely repetitive, mm-hmm. um, and because it's muscle memory, mm-hmm. right? And it's one of the thing those things that you want to think, but you don't want to think, <laughs> and that's where it becomes. You think you want to think, exactly. but you really don't want to think. You so why are you know, thinking yeah, about you that? You want to know what you want you're doing on the court. Yeah. But you want to be automatic. Um, but the biggest thing is normally trust what you do in practice, and if something's if you're doing something in practice and it's working and you're executing all the time, then there shouldn't be any doubt in your mind that that will happen in on the court in a match day. Right. Uh, and that is the biggest hurdle, right? A lot of guys will do something over and over and over, and then they get to the court and they just second guess themselves. And it's like you've been doing, you've been probably hitting a ten thousand balls doing this right there. And it's because there's a different guy. It's yeah, not, you and, know, and, you're looking at your buddy exactly. across the time. And sometimes the time they'll think, practicing. oh, my technique feels different. My technique looks different. And it really doesn't because your muscle memory is completely engraved in your system. Right. I mean, when you hit 10,000 yeah. shots in a row. Well, it's, I guarantee you these kids have hit over millions, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, right. Because that's all we do. Because <laughs> um, you work them hard. Yes. But uh, the biggest thing in tennis compared to most sports, there's not a clock, right? You, right. You, there's no time. So yeah. you can be down. And then it's it's important that you stay in it and you understand the tempo and, and the momentum and the mm-hmm. matches and take your time. And uh, I always tell them, if you're winning and things are going right, keep moving, keep going. And if things are going south, that's when you start taking your time, mm-hmm. go to the towel, count to 10, like figure a way to slow things down, mm-hmm. you know, because there, there's no rush, you know, there's no rush. And some people, sometimes you'll play someone that's winning easy and even believe it or not they still feel that pressure to f- close the match mm-hmm. so the longer you make them stay in there the the more pressure they put mm-hmm. on themselves and tennis is one of those sports that it's really easy to play when you're down mm-hmm. it's easy to play when you're behind because you kind of start losing that pressure mm-hmm. and it's very tough to close out a match because there's no clock right so you can be let's say up a set and five two up but you have to close it. Yeah. There's no clock that's going to help you and be like, oh, it's over and you win. Right. So it the pressure is there. I mean, at every level. It's it's one of the hardest things. Actually, it is probably the hardest thing in the sport is to close out a match. Right. Regardless of how easy it looks on the board. Yeah. So a good tennis player will understand that. Um, it's one of those sports that you can, I don't want to say you can easily come back, but you can always come back. Sure. And, um, you know. The the mental aspect is huge. I think over the years it's shifted a little bit towards the physical aspect because the physicality of athletes these days is just unprecedented. I mean, you look at every sport, right? You look at basketball, what a guy like LeBron's doing at 40 years old, whatever. And, and you look at soccer, what Cristiano is doing at 38 years old. You're looking at Federer, Nadal. How's that happening? You think that's genetic or just like no, training no, 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 no. and recovery I, I, I and we just know it about our bodies a lot more? I think the the technology in terms of recovery mm-hmm. in terms of products you know in terms of now people are starting to understand and use you know massage therapists and and, and people specialize in the field of of recovering your body right right uh just uh, like and like i said you know the gels the the pills the products that you can you have access therapy to. guns you can sit there I and mean, beat your muscles the normatex yeah. the game readies all those machines are incredible but also now I think we've realized that being low, being early or mid-30s in a sport, you're not old. Yeah. Back in the day, you were you're a dinosaur. Done. Yeah. And so because people had that concept, athletes would 
just quit. Yeah. I don't think anybody ever really tried. It was more of like, oh, I'm in the 30s. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> and now, I got to go to the country yeah. club and start teaching lessons. Tennis specifically, you had to peak by 20 when I was young, yeah. 20, 21. But now people are starting to peak 26, 27 because that's when you have the most physical and mental capacity. I mean, if you think about it, 20, 21, you are You're so still young. immature. Yeah. Uh, so that's the shift that's changing. And I think. Like I said, those athletes have made that happen, you know, Cristiano and Messi and LeBron and Federer and Nadal mm -hmm. and uh, even a guy like Michael Phelps or Usain mm -hmm. Bolt. I mean, you know, obviously golf is a sport that you can play until you're super old, mm -hmm. but a lot of these athletes have now changed that and made people understand, right. okay, this is... This is, and, and I like that because now there's not that pressure to be so good when you're 22, 23. Right. Now, there are athletes that are incredible at that age. Yeah. But you need to wait. And, um, but yeah, I mean, if you think about it, mid, low 30s, mid 30s, you're, you're still young. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and um, diets, right? I mm -hmm. think people are starting to realize how important it is to eat well. Mm -hmm. um, and um, that's always tough, right? Especially in this country. Especially on the road with yes. college kids. Yeah. Well, you know, it's. Uh, what do you guys eat a lot of when you're out on the road? You going to like burrito joints and getting? Uh, I mean, we when we are so for dinner, we always try to try. We always try to go to different local restaurants mm -hmm. instead of going like yeah, support the people instead of going like the Olive Garden, right? Right. I mean, I you're like if so you eat another it. tour exactly. of Italy, you're done. Exactly. So <laughs> they like it because of the amount of food, but we will try to go to Italian places that are local that are nice. Get some pasta, yeah. build some if glucose we go, for tomorrow. If we go like when we were in Corpus Christi, I took him to a, a nice uh, seafood place, right? And we had like crawfish and things, you know, things like that. So um, we were in Houston. We went to a Mexican place. Obviously, Mexican food there is is off the charts. Yeah. Right? So we we try to do that, and then lunch. It, it, that's where it's tough, because it has to be something that if you play, if you have to eat before a match, it has to be something that is going to stay in your system, but it's going to digest quite well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're talking about maybe Chipotle or Subway, you know, uh, Jersey Mike's. I mean, just your typical things because there's not much you can do there. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we try to mix it up quite a bit. Um, it's tough sometimes, you know, when you're in a big city on the weekend because we're always out gone on the weekends. I mean, mm -hmm. if you try, you know, let's say Cheesecake Factory on a Friday in Birmingham, good luck. Right. You're not getting in there. Yeah, because right. you're 12 people, 10 people, <laughs> you're going to wait forever. Yes. You're so, like my friends, the Wednesdays, yeah. they have 10 of them. Yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we try to mix it up, but we, we try, I, I mean, I try for them to eat well, and my guys are reasonable in that. So. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, so you're going to be here a while, which is exciting because we get to hang out quite a bit. What's um, the plan? So, how can our listeners connect with you besides coming out on Friday and yes. supporting the Bucks? And you guys, where do you play on campus? So we play on the. It's it's right next to the football stadium. Mm -hmm. It's called Dave Mullins Tennis Facility. Old Dave. Yeah, old Dave. He's a good buddy. Yes, and uh, he comes to pretty much all our matches. How oh, does he? He's been great. Good. Um, I look forward to seeing him. But uh, the courts right next to the football stadium you know there's two banks of courts there's mm -hmm. the top ones that are blue those are ours and they're the bottom ones the green ones those are the wrecks um and there's parking there at the football stadium yep. um and what's nice is that 
you know, there's a bunch of handicap parking, but they'll cover it. They'll leave some open, but they'll cover most of them for game day. Okay. So there's so plenty park right of parking there. there. I mean, worst case scenario, you can park down at the bottom course, but yeah, uh, it's it's really nice. I mean, when the weather is nice, we, we get a nice atmosphere. You know, you have the grassy area in the back. You can bring your dogs. You can bring your kids. Uh, you know, the good thing about college tennis versus a tennis tournament is you don't have to be quiet. Right. If you go watch Nadal and Federer, you have to be silent. Here you can talk. You know, there's kids running. There's this. There's that. And obviously, uh, th- that's the fun part. Maybe not a boombox. Don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, why yeah, not? Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you'll hear music coming out of somewhere. I don't <laughs> Somebody's know. car's thumping yeah. around, going down the road. But, uh, but it's pretty fun. I mean, we also have live streaming uh, for oh, cool. people that maybe yeah. can make it or want to watch it. And it, for us, it helps great because, like I said, all my kids are international, so all their yes, parents, their their parents are watching. Watch. That's awesome. And there's the link's always on their website. If you go to the schedule and, yeah. you know, let's say we're playing Greensboro that day, you, dr- you scroll down to where it says Greensboro and it'll be live video there. Uh, it's it's PlaySite. That's a company that runs it. Um, nice. But, uh, but ideally, if you're in town, come watch right i mean that that would be the best um and we have pepper there a lot you know you know pepper yeah the, the school yeah, dog mm-hmm. and, um a lot of athletes come watch because you know they uh my friends are really good friends with you know the women's soccer team the men's soccer team softball things like that so they all go watch each other which is really nice that's awesome yeah i'm on the website right now looking so that's yeah. cool yes yeah so i'm excited okay um let's get back to my list of questions all right um so think they can come see you there they can find you probably on the etsu website yes we have also social medias you know instagram yeah. twitter's facebook so look up martin yes i look, like it look us up follow us if you know our instagram is probably the most fun if you're trying to see the day-to-day when we travel yeah. we post stories with things like that birthdays facebook too um and uh, it's pretty fun you get we try to do a little bit not only like oh we play this day this is the result we try to right put more like what happens when we're on the road and where we're eating and like we went uh went to paintball this weekend oh when we were fun. in houston so yeah we, we posted a picture there and um uh, it was fun i have bruises all over oh my, my gosh body, those things will light you yes, up but they had a lot of fun <laughs> which which is great i think they was were there payback to, were they like trying to nail you a little bit yeah so, yeah, there, there was a point where, you know, when, when you surrender, mm-hmm. surrender was the worst idea ever because you're like, okay, I'm done. And you turn around and you get hit five, six times. And it's like, okay. Wait a minute, I fellas. I see how it is. I what? see how it is. Yeah. So, but it was really fun. We, we always try to do some activities when we have time. We're on the road and we have time, which is rare. But um, we, we always try to do things like that. I think it's important for them to just disconnect. Yeah. Just your typical airport or mm-hmm. you know club sorry facilities um hotel restaurant tennis right. facility, hotel restaurant like that that's that's the life so yeah. it's always nice to let's do something well, we're getting a ton of people moving in and i'm sure there are a lot of tennis fans coming in and um how's the team like how can they support you guys can they help donate to the you know, yeah i mean the, obviously do you look for stuff like that do you need of course you know outside support we have foundation accounts mm-hmm. and uh, we use those funds to um you know improve facilities sometimes um or um you know to um sometimes if we need like a little bit extra scholarship or uh just 
anything that will help the program mm-hmm. is always welcome. I mean, there's always things you can improve, right? It's always sure. We actually just got uh, brand new referee chairs, and we got some uh, court. It's called court dividers. So. Uh, if you've so your ball's not bouncing yes. off of the, you yeah. know, going into Moving. the neighbors. Yes. Yeah. Um, and now the facility looks really, really nice. Oh, I bet. Um, and um, so there's always things that you, we can improve on. Now, this summer, we have to um, redo the whole court. That it resurf- oh, resurface. Yeah. Ooh. That, that normally is done every four or five years. Okay. And uh, this is the fifth year. But the problem we're having now is there's a lot of cracks. And ah. I think... Uh, we're not exactly sure what happened. We had some engineers come and all that. I wasn't here when the facility was built. Right. But something's moved in the ground that's mm-hmm. caused these cracks. Could have been all the work on the baseball. Football. Football yes. field. Yes, and yep. I think that's part of it as yep. well. Uh, so that is a very intensive job. and uh, But that needs to happen because we yeah. we had the cracks a couple of years ago. We fixed them. And now the they're company, bigger. And now they're bigger. And now they're wider. And uh, so we're getting that done. And obviously, it's crazy what they can do now. They can drill holes in there, pump the whole thing up, exactly. stop any of that stuff. It's amazing. So any any help is always welcome. Okay. And things like that. Or if you resurface courts, come out and just knock it out for free for you guys. And <laughs> Please go ahead. Come on, that'd be awesome. And uh, but yeah, we'll get you fired up. We got it. We, we yeah, that'll be great. What, I'll, I'll what, what fires you up? up? What fires me up? What fires you up? In in what? Any in just what do you get fired up about? In life or in yeah, tennis? Yeah, in life. In life. Why it gets me fired up? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It seems like we need to help you find it, that. It does. It does. I mean, <laughs> obviously taking good care of your your team. Yeah, I mean, those guys no pouring course. into those no leading. I mean, honestly, yeah. seeing my kids graduate. Oh, that gets me fired up. There you I mean, go. Th- this class was my first oh yeah that's right there you go and it's my best recruiting class Ah, and i won't tell the other guys (laughs) well it is because i'm graduating my number two my three my four oh wow so who's the number one guy right now uh it's a guy from venezuela okay dimitri he's only a sophomore nice um he's done really really well good um but if you look at in terms of um the numbers I'm losing, this is super. You're graduating class. a lot of guys. But this is but my, that's first, awesome. my first recruit ever at ETSU is graduating. So that's that holds a special place. And that's so the goal, right? You yeah. want them to be student oh, athletes. Sure. Yeah. For sure. And, uh, and again, they're going to graduate at some point. Gotcha. So when they graduate right. on time, it's, 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 a, it's a really good thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work. I mean, a lot of hard work. Uh, you know, some guys are um, more academic than mm-hmm. others. And... Mm-hmm. You have to be responsible. We don't, these kids don't have the time allotment than most normal students have. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I know students that go and work, you know, and they occupy their time really well. Uh, but I know a lot of students that just have a lot of time in their hands to do things. Mm-hmm. These guys don't. Yeah. And, uh, so it's, it's a very hectic thing. And obviously, I do want them to enjoy their social part because college happens once and it's four years that you will never replicate mm-hmm. and you'll never get back. Yep. So I can't expect them to be machines and I can't expect them to be like, oh, tennis school, tennis school, tennis school. I right. want them to enjoy themselves be because well I was in college yep. and I understand that is a big part of it mm-hmm. uh, as long as it's done correctly and right. at the Don't right times. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Yes. yes so. I get it. Okay. 
Um, I know how you take your coffee, fancy, <laughs> like you. <laughs> yeah. Where are you gonna go get a? Uh, where are you gonna get a pizza in town? Where do I, I like scratch? Yeah. Because scratch is fantastic. And obviously, they I live close by. Yeah. Um, but uh, Main Street's really good too. Yeah. Have you been to Everybody's Pizza? I don't think so. I haven't either. It's it's kind of like I've never heard of it actually. If you drive when you're driving down the interstate and you get ready to get off at the um, downtown exit, look right and it's right down there. Okay. Right kind of near Fox Pools kind of area. Okay. But I've heard great things. So if you're listening and you run Everyday's Pizza and you want us to come down there and try your pizza, Martin and I would love to do that. Let's and, do that. and you can even come on the podcast and For tell sure. everybody about yeah. Everybody's Pizza. Exactly. Uh, where are you going to get a hamburger in town? It depends. So fast food stuff, like I do like Pals oh. when I have get a craving. Pals is great uh, and it's fast. Yeah, but when it's Sudden. more, yeah, when it's more of a you know sit down place like that. Yeah. Um, I do. I do like Label. Uh, label has that's a, that's a, typically the answer everybody says. That's a good yeah. burger. Raphael does a good job. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. You know, like Blackthorn has a really good burger. Oh yeah, they do. You know. Uh, Blackthorn has really good food. Actually. They really do. Really the guy, food. yeah, I need and to get the chef on here. Yeah, That'd be I'm, good. And I'm lucky that I have a membership to a contract, so I get to eat there quite a bit and, and play golf yes, occasionally. Play we golf. still haven't played golf yet. I know we haven't. You're not. That's gonna happen. You haven't accommodated my level yet. Uh, I know. I'm not. I'm like. You're too good for me. No, 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 no. It's kind of like you and tennis and I playing. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anything that I didn't ask you, you wish I had, that you want to share with our listeners before we wrap it up? Um, not sure. I mean, like I said, I think we have two special programs right now mm -hmm. at ETSU. I mean, we have a lot of special programs. Football did great, mm -hmm. um, but I don't think a lot of people realize how strong, like for example, men's golf and men's tennis is mm -hmm. in the national landscape. Mm -hmm. um, so it would be nice for people that are actually tennis enthusiasts uh, to come watch because they'll really see some high-level tennis. I mean, my number one, for example, last year, he was ranked top 60 in the country. I mean, there's over, what, 3,000 players in the country? That's crazy. And we have a top 60 player yeah. in here, and yeah. he was only a freshman. So... Um, and the girls are really good, too. And uh, it's not easy to win the conference. It's not easy to win and hold and win every year at everything. And we've done it 13 years in a row. I mean, obviously, my predecessors have done a tremendous job. Yeah. Uh, but we've kept, kept going. So mm -hmm. um, I think those teams are really special. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a fun atmosphere to yeah. come watch college tennis. It's much more different than, like I said, going to watch just a normal tournament. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, I think... Um, that that part is is important and, and that people it, i think it'll bring we, we always try to bring the community bring more community towards our, our tennis you know mm -hmm. I, I do have a summer camp too uh we're trying to grow oh, yeah. the tennis when's that area. start uh it'll be in june this year i haven't decided the date i'm because uh i might have a procedure done in my leg so i'm waiting on that <laughs> i gotta go to vandy i'm waiting on that date but it's going to be in June. Okay. I think mid to maybe late June. Um, How old can you be? 
I'm thinking of my seven years old. Normally, we take the youngest till seventeen years old. Okay. Uh, so we have uh, we always had a nice group of, of kids coming in. It's like a week long deal where you just yeah, it's Monday to Friday. Drop them off at eight a.m. Yeah. Pick them up at midnight or something. Yeah, midnight exactly. That way, parents can have date night and then come pick their kids <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. That sounds great. No, it, it's fun, and, and we've tried we've tried to grow the the tennis in the area. Yeah. That way we can. Are you involved in tennis locally? Uh, try to. I mean, you know, we um, really good friends with Ricky, who who coaches at Science Hill, and he brings the kids sometimes to our matches. Okay. And, uh, he's actually worked the camp with me. Nice. And uh, we tried to get him. You know, obviously when we uh, play indoors, we go to Bristol. Yeah. It's the only indoor facility really mm-hmm. here. Um, and and we we stay in contact with them. We we try to run things there, and um, it's uh, with COVID we had to wait, but we try to. What I've tried to do is do maybe uh, pro-ams or some clinics at mm-hmm. John City Country Club or at Blackthorn mm-hmm. so that my kids can get exposed. Yeah. Uh, but um, I do feel we need a I, – I feel there's – people want to play. There's some tennis in the area. Just We just don't have that facility in the area for that. I yeah, mean, we've got go Science Hill. And I'm talking about indoor. Cause, oh, yeah. Because obviously in the summer it's easy. You, right. you have public courts. You have Science Hill. You even need TSU. Mm-hmm. but. When the weather gets a little tricky, people got nowhere to go. Well, and the Blackthorn Indoor is booked all the time. Well, and you have to be a member. You got to be a member. Johnson too. City Country yeah, even them. too. And you, you got to be a member. member. And then there's some and little farm. Yes. The barn. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I think there's one court. Yeah. That's where the Marlins play. But, uh, but other than that, people go to Bristol. Yeah. And some people will go, and some people will be like, oh, it's really so far. Right. So I wish we had something here because I think that would boom tennis. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those sports that is great because – you can literally, I mean, if you're taking lessons, you're taking clinics, or you can just, you need one more person to play. Right. Right. It's not like most sports where you need 11, 10, 8, 7 people. You right. need one person to play. And it's just, it's one of those, it's a lifetime sport. It's yes. Like golf. Agreed. Lifetime sport. I mean, you look sometimes down on the bottom course when we're practicing, and there's a lot of older people playing. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It is cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming in. Thanks for spending some time with me. Thank, thank you for you. pouring into your your boys and for leading ETSU to, again, another conference championship. And we'll see you in the NCAA's this year. So we'll be watching for that. Thanks for the pressure, the added pressure. It's just speaking it into the future. It's going to happen, okay. Martin. I mean, just you got to believe, man. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> I know you have that crystal ball somewhere. I do. It's right here. Like, I'm seeing you with your, like, giant trophy over your head and your team's just around you guys and you're all crying. And Perfect. it's going to be awesome. Yes. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening. Until next time, I'm Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. If you want to sell your home, which we need houses to sell, or make a move to Johnson City, or do we do lots of property management. So if you're thinking of investing, we'd love to help you there as well. Until next time, have a great day and talk to you soon. Thank you.